Today on the Soda Pod, we will talk a little bit about the story and controversy coming out of the Dallas Stars organization. We have a big hoppy hour for you. Also, your beer fans will be happy and excited for this one. We'll run down our wild news and notes, and then we'll talk a little Minnesota Vikings as what a game today. Anyways, we'll get into all that on more in episode 228 of the Soda Pod. Let's go. From the Wildwoods of Vancouver Island, welcome to the Soda Pod. You should join me here alongside the state of Hoppy, and thank you for joining us wherever and whenever you are listening. How's it going, buddy? It's it's been a day. We're dragging a little bit, sick, but we're we're pushing through. I think that's pushing. the best way to put it. Hoppy, uh, he still he still answered the bell. He's not he's not feeling good, but he's he's joining us, and we uh we really appreciate it. And I I, I said in the intro there like. We do have an extended hoppy hour, though you don't have anything on tap, so I'll be the one drinking today. We got some NyQuil o'clock. I got orange juice. Okay, fair fair enough. Uh, One of our guests, a Vikings podcast, you know, big orange juice drinker himself. So there you go. That will suffice here. Um, Are you a big pulp guy? I forget. Not a big pulp guy, but I like some pulp. Okay, so you don't like, you don't don't mind it. Yeah, I don't want it to be like a full like puree smoothie, but I like having some pulp. If it's okay. like a good orange juice. Okay. Okay. Uh, I, I'm the same, by the way. Um, so I went out for actually breakfast on Saturday. Uh, kind of took the whole day off as Hoppy, as Hoppy saw. <laughs> I didn't reply to any of his messages that day, nor anybody. And got behind in some work. But anyways, went out, went out for breakfast. Did a whole day of just like taking it to myself. Uh, I thought you said you know, it was brunch. Brunch. So yeah. Taking the day to myself, doing some filming. Um, and went out for brunch at this unique little place the food is so good because it's all from this one farm the entire staff are a big family and funny enough uh i was the only one there who wasn't 60 plus uh, years of age and i'm talking servers i'm talking staff and i'm talking like the rest of the staff cooks etc and i'm talking customers but it was it's unbelievable shout out kelly's kitchen and the best part the icing on the cake i'm going i'm you know paying and who i imagine is kelly like She's the oldest one there, not even in the uniform, just roaming around asking everyone how's their day, how their day is going, you know, what's up, uh, Clarice, hello, Paul, like all the regulars, whatever. And she notices I'm wearing this shirt, Victoria Grizzlies of the BCHL, and asks me, oh, how are the Grizzlies doing? And, you know, you from Victoria? And I was like, oh, this old woman knows hockey. This is great. Didn't expect the conversation to go 20 minutes after that because... I asked her, I was like, oh, you like, you follow hockey? And she's like, oh, yeah, my, my grandson's actually one of the assistant coaches on the Dallas Stars. And I was just in Vancouver and I watched uh, Vancouver kick Dallas's ass. And she's like, let me tell you, my grandson, he needed a good ass whooping because they're playing like shit. And I was like, is this actually like, am I pinching me? Am I dreaming? Am I about to have a hockey conversation with this like 80 plus year old Kelly, Kelly's kitchen? And yeah, we just proceeded to talk about the Canucks, the Dallas stars, junior hockey, the nature of hockey post COVID on the Island, specifically, you know, junior hockey. It, it was unbelievable. So definitely a highlight of my weekend, though I got behind on a lot of things on Saturday was, uh, was talking to Kelly herself of Kelly's kitchen um, about the Dallas. And now she said she's been disappointed with the Dallas Stars lately, uh, much like all of Minnesota. <laughs> and I have to yeah. uh, just, I, I have to say, 
I have to say it. Um, and I forget the kid's name. Uh, but everyone's freaking out about the Minnesota or about the Dallas are scratching this this young guy. And, and I get it to a certain degree, right? I did my research, you know, he he he's <laughs> You came in on fire. You were ready to roast everyone. Oh, I, I I'm I'm still I'm still willing and we'll get into <laughs> it here. But so many people were complaining on wild Twitter about this kid, this Minnesota boy. And I get it. You're, you're Minnesotans. You defend your own, but this is the, this is professional sports. This is the national hockey league. I get the kid invited his friends and family over as you would, if you play your first professional game at home. But at the end of the day, do we really, really hundred percent trust our employers? No, even the layman people don't. This is a business. He had the he had a chance to be scratched even when he was told he was going to get the game. And I get the I I get pulling for your own guy, but the outrage, the outrage that I'm still seeing on Twitter. Come on, calm down, guys. This is professional sports. I'm with you on the still seeing. Like I 72 got over hours. It. 72 that's, hours later. That's fine. But if you don't think that that's absolute Bush League management, you're kidding yourself. Like the kid is told, hey, you're playing your first game in your home state, like you're, you're getting the start. Great. He proceeds to tell them, I want to buy as many tickets as I can with my first paycheck. Please help me do that. They proceed with doing that. And then right before game starts, tell him, oh yeah, sorry, you're not playing. Like, I'm sorry. That's just horrible management of people. You can't tell me that there's not one guy. Cause yeah, they wanted to get Kibarana back in the game. He was a late ad, but dude, there's someone you could have scratched instead of him. That's just so I I don't have time for it. I was being, you know, I was just thinking this was just cheeky Isha here. I was just like, yeah, it's good business, you know. They they got their money back anyways on the investment, but I get it. I get it. Terrible management of people. And I'm not gonna dispute that, but I'm just saying I don't think the out and again, it was Twitter outrage, so like Tongue in cheek here. This is the I can't imagine what Facebook said. Oh, God. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Facebook's actually wild Facebook for the most part. There's one group and a couple guys who we won't get into it that are a little aggressive. For the most part, isn't that bad? But just, I I didn't think that the situation matched the outrage that I saw. I respect Minnesota folk, the state of hockey pulling for their own. But I was reading about it actually. And, you know, Rick Bonus was saying him personally, like, even when he's like submitted his lineups and everything, like he until 4 PM had every inclination that this was going to be the guy in his, in his, in his lineup. So he didn't even know. And it was like you said, because of Kiviranta being last minute available, they were going to put him in. It was a management decision, whether it was a scumbag move or not. I personally just don't think that the outrage matched the situation. And I'll give you an example here too. Um, it's not exactly the same, but, but pretty say, close. you're not going to give the same example, but, but pretty close. It's, it's more, it's, it's unique. It's, it's Vancouver Canucks related. I believe it was in 2013 or 2014 when John Tortorella was the, the coach of the team. Um, there was, there was an incident. I don't know if everyone remembers the, the old line brawl against the Calgary flames and John Tortorella went out after in between peers to fight Calgary's coach, Bob Hartley, because, uh, Bob Hartley submitted his lines, put the fourth line out, and John Tortorella wasn't happy with that and thought it was disrespect. So a young uh, a young player said to be playing his first National Hockey League game, um, told he was going to actually have like a shutdown role, was also himself, same sort of thing, used all his money, flew all his family out to Vancouver. He's American, but so, flew, so he flew them all out from out east. They planned this whole thing, and John Tortorella puts him out there 
to fight on this line bro knowing full well like he's never gonna he's not gonna play a, another second in this game i don't think the guy even played another game this season or has it really even had another chance in the national well, he hockey got league to play in front of his family and actually got to be involved in a line he got bro. punched in Sounds the face like four cool. like four times and was you know involved in one of the most disgraceful you know on ice things that have happened in the national hockey league according to nhl.com and other outlets so anyways and i, I you know it happens it happens you got to be prepared for everything. This is professional sports. No one is your friend. Yeah, difference is, and with this, because I know you're just digging your heels in and defending, you came in just saying, oh, yeah, people are just mad because a Minnesotan got benched. Like, you you didn't know anything. You were coming in looking for blood because people were mad that a Minnesotan got health-bombed. That's, yeah, that's all you thought it was. I didn't know he spent his entire paycheck, but... <laughs> I was full disclosure. I was scared, folks. And Hoppy was like, "I'm gonna ru- like I got you on this." One. I was like, "Oh no!" Like he has a family member who's like dying or something like that. And I'm just gonna look like such a dick. He asked me like five different ways if someone had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> um. All right. On a more happy note, we are graced with the delightful Ooh. Seventh Ave Pizza. Fuck, it uh, looks this so one, good. We went with the special. Uh, it was my wife's choice, which I fully support. It's a really good pizza. Uh, but I haven't had this one in quite a while, actually. What's on the special? Remind me. At like, it's your typical garbage pizza. So there's sausage, olives, oh, mushrooms, yeah. oh, green oh, peppers. Yeah. I'm sure there's onions. I pretend that they're but not it, there. That does not sound garbage. That sounds delicious. No, like garbage pizza just means there's a ton of shit thrown on it. Oh, okay. See, up here in Canada, Gar- Gar- garbage pizza means like you're literally finding it in the dumpster. Gar- or it's garbage from Domino's. pizza means Domino's. Got yeah, it. or it's from Domino's because <laughs> they'll put one green pepper on it if you order, you know, green peppers. Fuck Domino's. Do they keep emailing me now? I keep unsubscribing. Then they find my network email. I'm like, come on, like, fuck off. <laughs> they find it. It's yeah, because I've signed. Or you Gmail. ordered pizza with it? No, no, no. I signed <laughs> up with G. It's because I signed in on Gmail on my phone and because I was on dominoes.com just looking at their deals they somehow pinged me i didn't order i have not ordered since the last time i said uh so i was never going to order again because i won't won't. well since the most recent time you said you were never going to order again you said that multiple times (laughs) it was over a month ago but yes uh i am curious i will try it one more time in the states because i'm curious to see if you guys do it better which you do typically you do food better so i'm i mean it's not gonna blow you away but i it's not the like unedible pizza that you make it out to be yeah, and dude, it's so bad here. Right. It's so bad. Like, I would rather eat the cardboard that 7th Ave Pizza comes on top of than Domino's. That's pristine cardboard. That's not a fair comparison. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, this has been a hell of an intro. Should we get into the uh, the hoppy hour? First, I'd like to propose a toast to UMD goaltender Alex Stalock. To Stalock! To Stalock! I love that stuff. Been drinking it for years. You know, I, I heard they recently decided to add more hops to it. You're all hopped out. Let's jump into the hoppy hour here, and I'm excited for this one. Um, I went to the the usual beer store of mine, but it was closed for some reason. So I booked it to one uh, down the road and found that Granville Island Lions Winter Ale was on sale. So I picked up uh, a six pack there. It, I, I almost didn't find it, Hoppy, because it has changed much like what's going on in front of me right now in the stream multiple times. Um, <laughs> it used to actually have um, the lion from the Lionsgate Bridge in Vancouver on it. Then I think they went with Granville Island rebranded like two or three years ago, and it was something else. It, it always had this dark green 
this beige is a is an is an addition for this i guess gunmetal i'm a little colorblind so i don't know um so anyways it didn't stand out like it used to because the can art used to be unbelievable granville island though it's it's not a fucking island because you can drive right onto it and there's no bridge it's 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 in between this little port in vancouver um this beer actually is the reason that i got into craft beer it was after my stint in Alberta, or I guess during when I, I came back home and visited my friends in university. Uh, they had uh, you know a, a really big extravagant university house where all the boys were there, and they had this they had this crazy party. And honestly, I, I am lucky. I'm lucky in my lifetime that I that I was able to go to one of these like it was like a movie style party. It was like Project X, but only with like and, and no joke, probably like 180 to 200 people. Like people were on the roof. People like the deck was fallen over because that many people were it was just it was outstanding we hired djs you know the whole nine yards my buddy ordered i shit you not like five flats of this thing like stacked had to you know had a forklift deliver it from the truck to you know to his front doorstep and we just crushed them we, and it was their first year they came out it is it's a it's a chocolate ale and it's unbelievable as you can see it's not super super dark chocolate ale yeah oh my god hoppy it's unbelievable it, it's it, it really is it's 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 not too sweet in that you can crush a six pack of it and you know it's not it's not too much um you would you wouldn't want to drink it in the in the summer hence the name winter ale and it was the first one in bc that really really started the whole chocolate ale trend now every almost every brewery around christmas time has a winter ale as they call it <laughs> And they'll just throw another word in front of it. And this one obviously is Lions, but you know, I know VI Brewing does one. Um, fuck, there's a bunch of other ones that do want to well do some as well, which in their own right are great. Some are a little less sweet, some are chocolate and something else. But this is the OG Shadow Granville Island. Love pretty much all your beers. You're not on a fucking island. I will, you know, we are on an island in Vancouver Island. Granville is not on an island, but I'll still drink your beer. Well, hey, cheers to that. Hoppy is the state of NyQuil today, by the way. Yes, in a state of NyQuil, cough DM plus congestion. Boom. That's what's on tap alongside my uh, Simply Orange with uh, Mango. I mean, that's a hell of an elixir right there. I straight up hallucinate when I drink NyQuil. Like, oh, dude. I, I haven't put it this taken way. it in I, so long, but it doesn't mess with me at all. <laughs> man, I, put it this way. I, I may have dabbled in the fungi down, you know being on vancouver island i've never seen anything nyquil i've seen some shit that's when you find the jedi gotcha buddy my it comes from it's probably like my mom is the same thing i, I had to drive when i was 15 one time because my mom took some nyquil and tell me that there were birds flying at the at the windshield and i was like mom we're literally just parked in the school parking lot i gotta drive home <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry mom <laughs> well i'm not i'm unfortunately not able to showcase my taste bud, any of the beers that I was going to today, but have to give the biggest, biggest, biggest shout out to our boy, Justin at Lupulin. Hit me up out of the blue, said, hey, sorry, last minute, but we're doing a tasting. Um, if you want to come out, we're going to be tasting out a bunch of our barrel-aged stuff. Um, come on out. Little did I know, he really didn't warn me at all. I show up and it's like people that have these like $5,000 cameras. Like these are all like quote unquote Instagram influencers. Like the people that are just like deep into like the Instagram beer culture. And I'm like, 
I'm so far out of place here. You have no idea. In fairness, <laughs> you did bring your camera. I brought the video one, but like, yeah, that just wasn't the time or the place for what I thought I might be able to do with Justin after the fact. But you know, it was one of those things where like everyone's coming up like, oh, hi, nice to meet you. Like, uh, so what's your uh, Instagram? I'm like, I don't know how to explain this. I have an Instagram. Don't really do anything on it. Uh, I've actually got a buddy in Wyoming who posts on it most frequently. And like, I, I just couldn't even get that out but and i have under a thousand followers so <laughs> yeah you guys have ten thousand followers we have a couple hundred so it's fun yeah so <laughs> that was weird but uh they literally like brought out these massive trays mm. of like charcuterie shit like they had chocolate stuff on it they had like different kinds of cheese different yeah i was kinds just gonna say crackers, tell me they had fruit. tell me they had some good cheese cheese oh, on dude, there was this oh. really good like goat cheese that had some mm. kind of like roasted like cranberry thing on the outside oh it was God. incredible i love cheese um, honestly i'm like i'm a crackhead when it comes to cheese it's nuts <laughs> and hey wow that's weird with the game today we'll get to it later but packers fans are cheeseheads on crack so like <laughs> it's all the same um but so uh gonna showcase here the goodie bag that they sent me with wow there's four bottles oh my God. This big chilling in here um and i grabbed the wrong one first so let me grab the first one that we had was two versions of fragmentary delusion this is and they even gave me a cheat sheet so i can't fuck this up like i usually would fragmentary delusion began as a dark sour base primarily fermented in stainless with belgian yeast after primary fermentation, we racked into barrels and pitched a blend of not reading that. Um, oh man, there's a couple of big words there that I'm just not gonna read because I'm sick and I'll use that amount. After nine months of aging, three pounds of raspberry per gallon of beer was added to each oak barrel for the final six months of aging. Eight percent, Isha, and the barrel was in neutral wine barrels. And so what's interesting, they brought out two different varieties of this, um, literally the exact same beer base, but two different fruits. Um, one was uh, black currant and the other was raspberry. The raspberry one tasted like what you'd expect from a sour. I liked it more than a lot of the sours I've had because it wasn't like overly sour, right? It had that sour base to it, like was tart, but good like raspberry flavor to it. The other one, the the black currant, it literally tasted like I was drinking red wine. Ooh. It was insane. Like, but it was literally the exact same beer. Interesting. Just different flavors. And like I learned there that currant means like wine berry. Right. Which I did yeah, not. Very know. tart, very tart, very tart. <clears throat> but I, I swear to God, I you could have told me it was red wine and I would have absolutely believed it. Wow, I I would love to try that actually because I'm red wine's my red wine's my jam. Like before oh. beer, even I drank more red wine probably than craft or than craft beer. I was still shocked yeah. on the luckies. My mom <laughs> and my wife would have dummied that one for sure. Nice. Um, <clears throat> second beer, periodical musings. This one's volume one. It's a barrel aged smoke saison with peach. Uh, periodical musings volume one was fruited with cranberries and blueberries, fermented with. Uh, yeah nope more words that i don't want to read i'm gonna learn how to pronounce them yeah they they're pushing us away 7.1 percent 
also done in wine barrels. And again, these are both like very much not in my personal wheelhouse, but just yeah, kind of yeah. said, like the other way you're going to learn to like it is if I make you drink it. So yeah, yeah. So no, fucking sure. drink it. Um, but now hey, we're going to get into Saison's are pretty good. I had a, I dabbled a few of them this summer better than there's, I expected. There's a big range for Saison's cause they can yeah, be yeah. so different, but like, what's nice is they're always like there's a spice to them like not yeah. spicy but like spice and like some are like like spot on right like really good there's some that i just can't stand this was <laughs> neither this was solid like i can drink it i would never like seek it out but that's because i'm not a saison guy if you, you do like them i'm sure this was perfect um then we get into scott territory they brought out like several samples of different Who? stouts oh yeah eat Hoppy territory. Fuck that. <laughs> um, so the first one here, barrel aged. <laughs> uh, so it's Polar Natins Paradise. And this one is a Whoa. coffee stout, Imperial Coffee Stout. Oh, and this is shit. me not even reading, uh, but now I'm going to read aged in Tattersall Distilling Aquavit Barrels. I wouldn't have been able to pronounce that before because I didn't Tattersall. even know what it was. Yeah, Tattersall's a Minnesota distillery. That, and, uh, that's uh, funny. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a big road and bridge here on the island. Wow. <laughs> but Aquavit, so apparently like what it did, which was really interesting in one of the versions, because they gave us one from a year ago and one that's more current. And one of them like had like the botanicals to it of almost like you're having like a gin and tonic type thing. Right. Oh. But it still tasted really good in stout form. Um, But then the other one, it was just like a lot more like, what we talk about all the time, Isha, is like more mellow and roasty than it was like sweet and rich, which is really weird from an Imperial. So looking forward to that one. And then this one, oh, the chocolate orange demigod. Boom. Oh my God. So this is the chocolate orange lateralis aged one year in two Tattersall orange liqueur barrels mm. blended with barrel god aged in tattersall rum barrels this wow. one oh i forgot to give you the abv because i know that's all you care about isha for the first yeah. one was 12 this one's 13 um damn son and i was talking to justin about another version of this that they let us try that they didn't have any like bottles to send home and i think they had like a 16 or 17 percenter <sighs> like thank god these were like small servings otherwise i would have just had to like crash at the brewery and <laughs> yeah i was gonna say but dude, well that's uh, why they dude, cheesy up first right Oh, all, all of the snacks throughout, all of the great beer, again, could not be more appreciative mm. of the invite from Justin. Justin's and, a beauty. Oh, he's such a great guy. And stay tuned because we got more stuff in the works with those guys. Great people. And Isha, what do you care about the most besides ABV? Can art. Great, great can art. Marcus absolutely crushes it. Incredible. By the but, way, I don't uh, know. I don't know if Justin ended up sending those Lupulins my way. Uh, so never, he he brought that up actually. Never while I was there. It. He said, "So uh, I'm worried that those aren't going to get there if they haven't gotten there yet." I'm like, "How long ago did you send them?" He's like, two or three weeks." I'm like, "It's possible that we're right on the fringe of when he'd receive them." I'm like, "If if they're not there in the next week, then yeah, they're yeah. they're goners." Then people at Canada Post, those fucking scumbags, are literally drinking them right now because that's how Canada Post works. No, they're probably the scumbags that are pouring it down the drain while people that want no, no, to no, watch. No, 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 no. The Canada Post scumbags. I mean, I know this because let's just say I, ha I had a friend. He liked to send his dad weed through Canada Post. Nine times out of ten, it worked. The times it didn't work, I guarantee those guys were just smoking it. 
not really much of a supporting statement, but I get it. I get it. Um, also, I have to give the shout out to anyone that didn't see the absolute gong show that was occurring at Back Channel this weekend for their ultimate Vikings game day experience. Yes. You will not miss the next one. They had they had bleacher seating. They had a big screen outside. They had all the beer that you could imagine. Dude, all decked out in Vikings merch, like back channel Vikings merch, those hoodies, you know, those like tie dye fade ones from purple to yellow. Oh my God, man. I need to get myself one of those. Yeah. Not tie dye. It's like gradient. Well, gradient. It's like, it's like, it's like the spray can. You said tie dye, not fade. All right. You said tie dye. (laughs) Fair enough. Um, But everyone, next time you see a posting for UVGE, that's ultimate Vikings game day experience. Go. I would have been there this weekend. Was I not drinking NyQuil right now? <laughs> uh, I was very sad to miss it, especially with how that game went. We'll get into it later, but oh man, check out back channel with or without UVGE, but definitely go for the next Vikings game. Oh man. That just, what a hoppy hour. What a hop. I feel like we haven't had a hoppy hour like Shout this in a Justin. while. In a while. Um, Quickly, I just want to ask you one question before we move on to hockey talk. Well, back to hockey talk here as we opened up the show with some hockey talk. Um, You were talking about the the raspberry. Like, do you like raspberry ales or raspberry pilsners? Because um, as long as they're light, again, like, I don't want it to be red. Like, the raspberry ales I like are more amber or honestly look like lagers. They're just that light. Uh, there was a place called Brewster's. It's a chain in Alberta, and they did an unbelievable. I guess I shouldn't say Granville was the OG that got me into craft beer because that was one I used to drink even before Granville was the raspberry ale at Brewster's. I would always tell them take out the because they'd put raspberries on top of it. I was like, I don't want any raspberries on top of it. Just give sure. me the beer. Just a hint, just a hint of raspberry. Actually, Granville Island yep. makes it a little just too to see sweet. How it feels. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Granville Island makes one too. A little bit too sweet. It's actually red. But what's your opinion on the raspberry ales, Oregon Pilsners? So I haven't had like a, a raspberry lager necessarily. The only raspberry beer that I've had that wasn't in a sour was actually uh, from our friends over at Waconia Brewing Company. Okay. And they have a raspberry blonde ale that uh, my wife absolutely dummies that sounds amazing. i think they're a really really good summer beer like that's i usually wouldn't go to something that's got a little hint of sweet to it but like that is a good lawnmower beer if i'm being completely honest you know this one from brewsters and i mean if we ever take the soda pot on the road and hit alberta somehow hoppy i'll take you there i would drink it in the winter it was that good like because it, it was it was just a little bit of flavor in your textbook lager that you would drink anyways you know so i i really enjoyed that one um i didn't dabble too much in all the other ones like i think they had a blueberry one too and that one was too sweet and i was like oh, just give me a budweiser i'm in alberta bud but uh <laughs> but uh yeah just shout out the to brewsters oh, i haven't talked about I, them in a while i'm sorry i have to give one last shout yeah, no, out no, it's fine justin, this is a beer episode beer like heavy episode anyway well, so no, justin like unlocked a, a big vault for me here so we were talking about like he was heading out to the cities after that with his wife to go like meet up with a buddy. And he's like, yeah, we might go to a brewery. We also more likely will probably just go to a dive bar and play darts and drink cheap beer. (laughs) And we got into talking about cheap beer, right? How like, again, I'm in no way a beer snob. Um, but I told him the same thing. I tell everyone, if you give me Miller light, I won't be your friend. And he agreed with me. First off, I need to have that said, he agreed with me, but he also said like, 
is that really it? Like, is there no other ones? And I'm like, no, not that I can think of. He's like, you might just not like rice beer. And I'm like, go on. Oh, apparently all of the light beers, like the vast majority are the rice beers are corn, corn. Oh, because what's cheap in America? Corn, corn. Miller light uses rice. <laughs> and he is now convinced me that I should <gasps> never drink a rice beer again. <laughs> oh, I'm going to go out of my way. <laughs> when I come, when I come to Minnesota, I'm going to go out of my way just to drink rice beer. So everyone will know that I'm from Vancouver Island and I do things a little different. <laughs> you do things a lot different. I'm going to match the stereotype. That's interesting though. Cool. Yeah. The fun little tidbit. So apparently yeah. that's why I don't like Miller light. I want to see if I I gotta try to get you. I'm gonna see because you say you you, you just know. Dude, it's you know? not fun. Don't do that. <laughs> It'll be fun. You for can me. you can you can do it once, and I'll like laugh and be cool about it. You do it more than once, we're gonna have a problem. If I can get it, just wasting beer. <laughs> if I can get it on camera every time though, and make it out of content, then then that's something else. Oh, it's just so bad. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's jump now, into granted, some. You can't you can't do it when I'm like. 12 beers in, right? Like that's No, because I wouldn't I wouldn't post that content, Hoppy. You know that. No, but I mean not even that. It's just fair, it's, fair just, point. it's just mean. <laughs> fair no, enough. Because then I might not notice. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think of that. I just thought that your taste buds Oh, oh no, dude. If, oh, if I'm if I'm shit bombed, I'm not gonna be able not, to tell. You're not you're not being picky. You're just drinking whatever. There was there. a time that I was getting handed like waters and Kool-Aid and they had me convinced that it was booze because I was very much <laughs> at the point that I needed to be cut off. There you that's, go. That's the so at the bars, there's a <laughs> lot of different terms for this, but what we would do in Winona, we would call it a blue dolphin. We'd order a blue dolphin for someone if they needed to drink waters. And the bartender knew that means give them a water. Oh, very nice. But then the drunk person doesn't hear you order a water. Yeah, we were we were much meaner when we were younger. We would hand some a wa- hand someone what they thought was water, and it would be full of vodka, and mm. then we'd proceed to laugh. As we've done the... that too. It's just if I'm the one that's responsible for a person, I'm not gonna get them even more drunk. <laughs> Fair point, and you're you're good you're good human for that. Um. <laughs> all right, let's let's jump back into some hockey talk here. On the other side, let's talk about the Minnesota Wild and their uh, well, their exciting week that was here on episode two twenty eight of the Soda Pod. The NHL season is underway, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHLs, has an unbelievable offer to celebrate the greatest sport on ice. New customers can bet just one dollar on any NHL game and win a hundred dollars in free bets if either team scores a goal. Doesn't matter if it's a one-time clapper or a deft deflection. However they light the lamp, you win. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cast prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers on Daily Fantasy a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code THPN. Throw down $1 on any NHL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. This week, one puck in the net nets you a big win with promo code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit, one wager required. 
One per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLE. All right, Hoppy, where do you want to start? Where do you want to start in regards to the Wild? I mean, selfishly, I guess we'll start with the Dallas Stars game. Holy yeah. shit. Because so I don't want to talk about San Jose. Fuck the Sharks. <laughs> yeah, that's, who cares? Um, Dallas Stars. So there's a combo here of Wild being better than we give credit for, Stars being worse than we give credit for, but I yeah. think it's way more the latter than the former. Dallas, I I was very wrong. Hands up. So far this year, they are hot steaming bag of garbage. Haven't done shit. The Canucks and whooped their ass. The Canucks scored six goals against them. Yeah, like, come well, on. And the good news though is like up to this point, the Wild have still been playing those teams to a one goal game. Yeah. And they absolutely bullied them seven to two. What a fun game. Uh, t- fuck Foxa, dude. Wouldn't. It took like five attempts from Duhame to finally get him to fight him. <laughs> and then it was just crazy, which is crazy because he's the veteran. Like, I hate that. Yeah, pretty ridiculous. That. But uh, no, man. So that was one of the games with uh, me and Q sharing season tickets. Nice. That was one of the ones I got to myself and I was going to take my wife to that one. And then she actually pivoted and said I had to take her dad because he's never been to a game. And I what? did really? not know that. Yeah. Well, that's like I, she told me she's like, yeah, how would you not know? I'm like. That's not really like how the conversation usually goes. If you both like start talking about the wild, you'll go, yeah. So have you ever been to a game? Like, no. <laughs> yeah. E- even up here in Canada and like amongst Canucks fans, like it doesn't really come up. It doesn't really matter. You're just talking yeah. sports. Yeah. And yeah. and he is absolutely sold. He had the greatest time. I mean, like Aww, I took him out. Awesome. Like we went to Tom Reed's. I gave him the poutine, which Isha, yeah. you're going to, you're going to apologize one day. Just man. Apologize for what? <laughs> for saying I, that I, it's garbage. No, I, did I say it was garbage? Yes, you said it's garbage and that the only place you can get real poutine is in Quebec. Okay, well, I first of all, let me clear let me clear some things up. I haven't <laughs> tried the poutine, so I don't know if it tastes like garbage. I think Hoppy's take that a bunch of shit on poutine making a it bunch of th- shit. that that makes it better. I literally put is one additive on it. One additive and if you try and tell me that American bacon, not Canadian bacon, American bacon doesn't yeah, well, make th- everything better, you're a liar. Okay, well, first of all, Canadian bacon is better than American bacon. I will say that 100%. You're so. no longer invited to visit. <laughs> but Canadian you haven't bacon been is to... ham, and ham is for pork. No, 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 no. You guys say that. Canadian bacon are from the, the best pigs that come out of Alberta. You know, the meat capital of North America, Alberta, Canada. So you're getting really fancy ham when you could have bacon, which is so much better. It's not fucking ham. Stop saying that. It is bacon. And shout out Kelly's oh, it kitchen. It's not bacon. Bacon oh is God, bacon. Stop it. Bacon <laughs> stop is bacon. It. Oh, my God. Anyways, <laughs> um, that just to clarify, like, I, I'm excited to try it, and it's probably going to taste great. But my thing is, up here in Canada, you don't need, and, and you know, Dylan will back me up, and he's not even a big cheese guy. You don't need, you don't need anything else but cheese curds, gravies, and fry, as long as That's the gravy's it, stellar. Isha, until a year ago, they didn't let you put bacon on it. That's something I do now. I've had this poutine for like a decade and never put anything extra on it. Okay, well then that's fine. I still think your take that you have to put something on it to make it 
tremendous. Did I make that take? I didn't say it's garbage. Is garbage. I said putting real bacon, not shitty fucking ham <laughs> from this fucking really all bacon. fancy egg. Oh, this is the new thing that's gonna fucking piss me off. By the way, <laughs> I, I'm honestly more upset than you are right now. There's Dude. no way that you can compare Canadian bacon to real bacon. I cannot wait for you to come out here because you are gonna be mayor of Wrongville. I will absolutely put that to the test. All right. And I've, I've right. got integrity. Like, if it's like, good, I'll admit it. Like, buddy, I like, do not have high expectations. We don't fucking eat Schneiders up here, all right? I'll tell you that much. I don't care. It could be the nicest Canadian bacon. Give me the shittiest bacon, and I'm happy. Oh, my God. But, all right. So, moving past that. I, don't even I wish Minnesota we was closer about, oh. to me, or else I would, I would literally, like, drive and bring you right now over Dude, the fucking border. It's only, like, seven hours to Canada. Yeah, on a flight. No, if I got in my car, I could get to Canada Canada in like seven or eight hours. Yeah, you're not the right part of Canada. You mean the right part? It's Canada. Not where I'm at. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um. So, uh, took him out and got him the poutine. Right. He made the rounds. That's what we were talking about. He got he got the hat souvenir. He got a couple different food and drink things at the rink. Got to watch an absolute bludgeoning. It was just like I was worried that he was going to expect to go back to like the very next game because he's like, I don't want to leave. <laughs> but he had a great time, Brian. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. Um, <clears throat> all right. So, yep, that was a shit kicking. And it was the first time that the Wild have really like gone to town on a lesser team. And that's what I yeah, wanted yeah. to see. Right. No mercy. Don't let them hang around. Don't have the late game heroics to win by one against a bad team. No yep. one game, yep. one goal wins against Anaheim. None of that bullshit. Right. You kick the shit out of them, and that's what I've wanted to see. Yeah. And then we parlay that, Isha, into two very close games this weekend against the Florida crew, which far more daunting than it's been in the past decade, right? These are two top-tier teams, and you played them close. Now, yeah. I didn't watch all of the Florida game, and I was in and out a little bit on the Tampa game because we were working on some stuff here. But like by and large, happy seeing them fight, happy seeing, especially in the Tampa game, the way they clawed back and forced it yes. to shoot out. Like, they got a point. They got a point. Yeah, there's, there's a lot to like here. And again, I'm not sitting here crowning them as being anything better than they are, which is a team that'll probably make the playoffs and maybe win around. Come right. on, Hoppy. They're they're aren't they first in the central still? I have no idea. I haven't looked. <laughs> Anyways, Winnipeg was second in the central on Friday with one with getting one point out of the two games this weekend. I think they're still up there. So okay. That's they're... that's who I think is like Colorado, make no mistake, they will be back. But for yeah. now, <laughs> while they're the sleeping beast, I really do think that Winnipeg is the best team. I mean they're they're damn good they're damn good the canucks actually had a good game against them on friday i will say that i did a watch along on the hockey podcast network youtube channel it was it was a good game it was a good game the canucks matched their physicality but they're dangerous the winnipeg jets because not only do they have the best damn goal scorer who will score 50 goals and kyle connor on the team but uh they i mean they have depth throughout their entire lineup and their defense is a lot better than when they're you know, three of their top defenders walked that one year and left them with essentially nothing. I love Paul Maurice. He's probably my favorite coach in the National Hockey League. And uh, what do you, yeah, what do you I, think of Chevy? Oh, man. I 
Do we have to open that door no, right now? No, no, no. That was a joke. Continue. Okay, okay. I was like, God damn, Hoppy, I'm not prepared for this. Um, I used to like him and respect him. Now I'm a little torn. But anyways, um, yeah, no, it's I, I loved watching the wild you know, do do that to the Dallas Stars too. And it's and it's great because though we were because I, I agreed with you, right? Like I, I backed you fully. We we agreed on Chicago being a good team and Dallas being a good team this year, too. And we mm-hmm. both are eating crow on that. Well, I, I I'll take the blame though on Dallas. I feel like I've pretty much like corrupted and blinded you into thinking they're good because I've been so firm on it. And no, you no, even I, ended up you even ended up higher than me on the rankings, but I did my homework though. All right. You know. I was trying I, to give you the out there and you wouldn't take it. No, Hudobin, let's be honest. He's disappointing us this season big time. And I I, I did think that he was going to be a lot better. A lot better. Yeah, but he's far from being the problem. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's um, a lot wrong there. But it's funny how the Minnesota Wild, you know, came out of the came out of Florida with two games that I know they, you know, went to uh, went to shootout rather with the Tampa Bay Lightning. Um, but five, four games each. So they were able to answer in the goal department. They were they were able to crawl back like they did in the Tampa Bay uh, game, and overall they did they did everything right other than win the game. My yeah, my biggest criticism there, which again, love everything from the game until we get to the shootout. You put up zero shootout goals on Brian Elliott. You have no right Thank to you. ever win that game. That's embarrassing. Yeah, and Kockinen did his part. He let up one of three. That's all you can ask your goalie for. And it was a nice and, shot. It was a nice right, shot. Right. Yeah. So I, uh, yeah, we, we gotta say shame on everybody for not being able to score on Brian Elliott in the shootout. But how about that Duhame goal? Ooh, oh, baby. That was impressive. And I don't know that the only other gripe I have, and this isn't on ice, but why, why do you call Kalen Addison up, rush him over to Florida and then decide, you know what? Instead, we're just going to throw Kulikov up to first pairing because that seems smart. No, and no. then we're going to say Jamie Ben or Jordy Ben's going to play because also really smart. That 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 irked me a little bit, but it is what it is. Um. Yeah. That maybe I don't know. Maybe there's something we're just we're not privy to where he just wasn't ready to go because coming off some travel and it's just coaching decision. I will say this. Anybody who's defending fucking Dmitry Kulikov right now, just stop. Just stop. Okay? <laughs> no. And like, I, like, my heart, because I'm from Vancouver Island, and in, in respect to the player, he was a solid, like, depth def- uh, depth defender throughout his career, which he was able to stay in the National Hockey League in Jordy Ben. He gets, he's getting a lot of hate, too, and I get it. The hate is, it's warranted. It's, it's fine. You can call him pylon, whatever. But to then praise Dmitry Kulikov, just because some of his fancy stats are nice. Come on. He is so bad. He is so bad. And I will, like, there's only a few players that I really rip on. You know, Greg Patteron being one of them. Dmitry Kulikov, he's he's stamped. He's up there. I cannot stand him. That's the one thing. You have thing. never had to have Jack Johnson on your team, so just stop. <laughs> yeah, if he was, I mean, okay, sorry. Keith Ballard was which basically the Canucks Jack Johnson, <laughs> but... <laughs> Oh man, Minnesota boy, if I'm not mistaken, as well. Oh, um, Minnesota by way of Shattuck. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Uh, Brandon Duhame, Rem Pitt. Like, I mean, these are the two play. These are the types of players that Billy Guerin needed to come in and pop to a give some more time to the guys who can develop down in Iowa, buy himself some more time to bring them up, and then and then thus pay them when they light it up because they're in a cap constraint for the next few years. 
everything's kind of going according to plan thus far. Thus far, other than you know Kaprizov scoring goals coming off coming off uh, that deal, and Kevin Fiala, who's been kind of invisible, and it, and it hurts me to say because I love Kevin Fiala, but now everyone's saying they're gonna trade him. Copy this is this hurts me. I don't want to see this guy traded. I don't want to see him not uh, on this tell wild me what the team. Return is. Okay, if it's for a top center, to <laughs> center it is what it is. But you, you know what I mean. Like no, I don't want to trade. I don't want to trade him for the sake of he's not playing well this year. So let's, whatever, he's gonna walk anyways. Like no, no, no. Like try to keep this player in and give him a fucking center. Oh man, I, I play devil's advocate on it all the time, but you know, like behind the scenes. I don't think there's a more fun player on this team to watch than Kevin Fiala when things are going right. That's the thing. The talent there, it's it's so fucking beautiful. Like, it really is. And, (laughs) I mean, he is a beautiful person, too. But his talent, it matches it. They're one and the same. Yeah, it's it's tough. But I got to say, my father-in-law was very, very, like, surprised and almost concerned when I just lost my shit when Pitlick scored the opening goal. (laughs) <laughs> he wasn't ready for that. He wasn't ready for that. Didn't understand the context, but I get Not it. Not at all. Um, how was the Ryan Suter tribute? And I heard that some donkeys were booing at him. Uh, it wasn't as bad as you would have thought it might have been, but okay. the tribute I saw was some fine. Tweets, they, so. they didn't they didn't include spicy chicken penne, which is a bummer. Yeah, but... that's what Brett Marshall said. He said there was yeah. no quick trip. Uh, maybe they weren't allowed for like legal reasons. Like quick trips, like just didn't give them the film because they're like, why would no. why would quick trip not want that? That's literally free advertising. Or maybe Ryan Suter's camp because they're not getting paid. Didn't want that. I don't know. Eh, that whatever. Uh, they know. had other like off ice stuff, but um, no, the Ryan Suter thing. Like he did mostly get applause, which made me happy. And I gotta say, for whatever reason, it was the game where like you always hear idiots in the stands, right? Like just throwing in their commentary, and you can always tell it's like the reunion. Like, oh yeah, that Drysaddle guy, he's gonna score a lot of goals this year. Like, why are you talking about that at the Wild game? Stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop. But. Um, I felt like every time my section started shitting on a player, they would score a goal. Like every nice. time they were shitting on, oh yeah, the million dollar player. Oh, here he goes. Good, good work. Not scoring many goals this year. Like just people saying random stuff about Kaprizov and then he scored the goal and they all just went quiet. They're like, yeah, we're, we're happy. All right. Now who do we take shits on? That's and so they funny. just kept on finding new people and they kept on having like really good moments and they'd be like, all right, on to the next one. It's like, come on, be better, people. That's funny because I get that. It's it's fucked up because this is how crazy Canada is with their hockey. But like, we get that at junior games more than NHL. NHL, everyone's usually yeah. just like partying or they're like, put it this way. A lot of Canucks fans, even the ones in like the nosebleeds, much like myself, were in the higher seats. Like, they're either there with a group of people just having a good time that, or their suits to be honest. And they just like, they, they got tickets or they're clients of suits and they got tickets because of signing a deal or this, that. So like, it's more of like, we're here, the ones who go to the games anyways, and not all of them, but a huge chunk are there for the experience. Like the actual Canucks fans are the ones watching them on, you know, TV, the, the blue collar people. Um, so junior games is where, again, that crowd can afford and mm-hmm. they go on hockey DB. They go on, for example, VictoriaRoyals.com, and they will go fucking nuts with their junior. But even BCHL. Now, granted, Vancouver Island and Prince George and and even Vancouver, the places where I've lived, they've all had tremendous junior A programs. So like it's warranted. Like that's one of the the key things to go see, right? Especially in like communities like Prince George or places on Vancouver Island too. Like the Nanaimo Clippers, for example, it's the only thing in Nanaimo. So they've been the stars. 
here for years, years dating back to the eighties. But that's just the type of crowd who rip on the junior players more than, than in the NHL players. And it's just so funny. And I mean, sometimes they'll even heckle them in the box, man. Like it's these like fucking grandpas, like yelling at a 17 year old. It's hilarious. And they love it. Like the kids love it. They'll give it right back to the audience. Cause they're like, this might be my NHL. So I'm just going to soak it all in. Love it. Love it. Does any like USHL compare to like that, that I just described, or is it on a way lower level than uh, college and, and things like that? I mean, it's lower than college. It depends on where you go though, because like the beauty of a lot of the junior teams is they're not like in big, exactly. right? big areas. Exactly, so, like, yeah. Like you go and see a lot of the ones in Iowa, right? Like they don't have pro teams there. All they have is the Hawkeyes totally. for the most part. So like they definitely have really good followings and like going to a game is really cool. But I would guess that from like a fan perspective, you're probably getting better from the BCHL than you are from the USHL. And to your point, like we'll always talk about like the dub and the BCHL, like usually more physical. The USHL though, some of the skill is just absolutely stupid. Dude, I love the USHL. I I, I honestly think it's better than the AJHL. I really do. Yeah, I think I, it's you, you you I thought you were gonna get way more triggered when we posted that from the MNCAA account about how <laughs> how it's the best junior league from Micheletti. <laughs> I uh, I bit my tongue, but it is it is not. It is you, not. you bit your thumbs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um it's not, but I respect it. The one because like the AJHL, the top teams in the USHL, the top franchises are miles above the mid tier and the and the low tier, right? And right. that's like the AJHL, that's like the Ontario Junior Hockey League. Manitoba's getting better, but that's like Manitoba's where the BCHL, like the team at the bottom, they're only at the bottom for a year or two max. And then like either the whole, the owner will gut the whole franchise and make sure they come back and win, or it's a relatively quick turnaround. There's usually some money in every, you know, it's even the community will put money into some of their BCHL teams. So like they, 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 they try to win, you know, they try to win even BCHL teams that are in WHL markets have a respected following too, which I love to see as well. Um, anyways, we've gone off the, the rails a little bit here, but we've kept it hockey related. Is there anything else in Minnesota that we want to talk about or should we just dive Minnesota wild? That is, or should we just dive right into the Vikings? Cause I see you got the shirt hanging behind you. <laughs> I think and we I have know to was, give a, a small, a small call out, right? Okay. But we didn't even mention the enigma that is Victor Rask and how apparently Karoka Prizov is lost without his golden child. Who is, what Victor is going Rask. on? What is going on? Like this is this is one of those. This is a pair. Uh, I don't even know what, what's the word. An anomaly? Is that the is that the word? An anomaly. Menominee. Menominee. An anomaly. An anomaly. I don't know what the word is, but it's 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 magic. You know, it, this Ooh. is something that's non quantifiable. That's dark magic for sure. Oh, it's it's some Swedish magic. <laughs> Man, but. It's it's just weird. It had to be mentioned. We don't have to go too far into it, but I mean, if if this continues somehow, and this is like the trend, like Kaprizov like plays better with Rask, they're gonna have to extend him, and people no, are gonna stop. lose their minds. Just starting with me. Okay, more upset. Brett Marshall if Spurgeon doesn't make Team Canada, or Isha if Victor Rask is resigned. That's and that's resigned, question. not resigned. That's a poll question, I think. <laughs> And it's so funny that that Brett, I mean, and I respected Brett. I love the love because I love Jared Spurgeon too. But for you, it's just like, 
If he's on Team Canada, I don't want him on Team Canada. Yeah, if he's on Team Canada, <laughs> USA, I mean, you got a nightmare in your hand there, bud. And I, I do think though, like Spurgeon is definitely worthy. Yeah, he deserves a it's spot. It's just, sure. I mean, it's a lot closer than people probably think, and it's really going to irk them when it's Dowdy that beats him because that's going to be the case. But yeah, legacy shit right there, just because he's oh, won 100%. gold medals. One of us. Yep. By the way, if Flurry gets the call for Team Canada, I will riot Vancouver Canucks style because that is bullshit. Can I get that in writing? Because he's absolutely going to be their goalie. Dude, no, he can't. Guaranteed. There's no way. Guaranteed. It's the only reason Dude. he's even playing this year, man. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that scared, think yeah, that scares retire. me even more. Yeah, no, he's absolutely oh. playing. Unless oh. he gets hurt or like really, really sucks. Like oh. more than really sucks. Really, really sucks. They will at least start with him. And if, like, if, if he shells in like pool play, they'll pivot. Like they're not that dumb, but you know they have to start there. They're going to. Fuck. Yep. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Canada, I am not confident. I'm not confident in their selection process for the goaltending wise this year. Cause at least you don't much... have Seth Jones. Yeah, there's too much mediocrity. Like Binnington is probably going to get the call and he wasn't even in he wasn't even in the conversations when we talked about this last time but fuck man. Yeah, it was was he he wasn't in the yeah. clip that we posted anyways <laughs> i didn't show the whole clip that's yeah, the yeah, beauty no, of a yeah. clip is it's a little snippet of what's been said yeah but... no you bennington is one of the first ones you said okay okay fuck I'm i think you so said con- it was going to be him carter hart and someone I can't remember now. Which I don't want Carter Hart there either. Which oh, God, no. No, you like, don't. It's bad, dude. He'll, he'll be there as the number three. I Darcy bet, Kemper. Hoping he's the future. Darcy Kemper, Bennington, and Matt Murray. Don't, I'm, I, I will be satisfied with those three picks, but but still I'm concerned. It's going to be so conflicting for me. If Murray plays a game, I'll be cheering for Team Canada. I want that in writing. <laughs> if it's, again, it's the U.S., that's not the case. But oh, okay. any other team, I... I want to see Matt Murray win because I hate everyone that hates him. Sweden's going to be a dark horse this year. Maybe not dark horse because they're not a dark horse. (laughs) They're Sweden, but they're going to be one that's like, we're not talking about until they start playing. We're like, Oh fuck. We forgot about Sweden. Who's their goalie now? Markstrom's going to be their goalie. Seven Uh, shutouts, seven shutouts already this season. Are you shitting me? I forgot about Markstrom as far as like the Olympic conversation. I never, I never forget about Markstrom. It it will haunt me until I die. Dude, I'm, you're aware of how high I am on Markstrom as a goalie. I just like, didn't even think about him for team Sweden. And that makes me scared. Seven Uh shutouts. Okay. Maybe it's six. Six or seven shutouts. It it, it, I think so that's good. an NHL record, man. So I think the first time in since the 40s. And they laughed at been... me when I said that Calgary would be number two. <laughs> <laughs> we did. We did. So you just got to know which divisions to listen to me for. Sometimes I'm a genius and sometimes I'm a donkey. I mean, you're the future's king over here. I mean. Until this year when it fails me. Although I will say. So my friend who has legal ways to bet on sports, um, he was at work and talking to some buddies about the trade that went through for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm. And he immediately went and checked to see if the odds were like not locked. And he actually fell on Vegas nine to one to win the cup. And he absolutely bet it. Oh, really? I'm really, I'm really hoping my buddy will be able to cash in on that one. 
That's awesome. Um, our friend uh, on our sister network, the Basketball Podcast Network, Andy Roth, he has the Winning Ways podcast, which is pretty much all sports betting, everything except for hockey, because that's just not his thing. Um, but oh, man, he cashed out. And I'm talking like he cashes out like sometimes like hundreds of thousands of dollars, this guy. Uh, he bets on futures, MLB and NFL, and he never, it never fails him. Like, I'm pretty sure like, like he's had people from Forbes want to write articles about him because of his just winning ways. Name of the podcast. Go check it out. Um, so congrats to Andy on MLB. I think it was rookie and Cy Young. He, he cashed out. I think it was over five, five grand, well over five grand each. The guy, the guy knows his future stuff. I was blown, like, he sent me the winning tickets. It was like, check it out. Isha. I told you, I know what I'm talking about. I was like, holy fuck, dude. I don't think he's worked uh, a day in 20 years. <laughs> well, it sounds like he, that's his work. I mean, it's his work, but it's a, it's a fun way to work. Yeah, fair. It's also probably uh, really fucking stressful <laughs> yeah. to know that that's your paycheck. Yeah. I mean, he's turned down job like sports executive positions in the professional leagues too have come out like come after him because like you have a mind for projections and stuff. And he's like, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Just playing, playing the so, game. Sounds stressful, bro. I'm out. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Vikings. You can't avoid it any longer. I don't need to avoid it. Why would I? I don't know. You pivoted the last time I tried to bring it up. So let, let's talk about there was it. something to talk about. Did you see how much time I just spent on it? Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, do, you, do you even know what the outcome of the game was? I don't have the score, but I followed Twitter to know what was going on. So who won? Green Bay very narrowly. Is that right? What are you doing? Okay, I had to make sure that I wasn't like high on medicine. Vikings won, so Oh. You had me like really panicked there like I like was seeing things kind of like you said when you take NyQuil like like okay, no well, dude the Vikings absolutely won why are you confusing me okay well I didn't Green you Bay saying, like you can't avoid this topic like why do I want to avoid it this oh is yeah great. Well, I, I guess when I stopped getting my Twitter updates Green Bay was coming back or was leading oh, for sure. oh and I, <laughs> I threw out a tweet that said like whenever you have the Packers trailing the Vikings by 13 you bet on the Packers <laughs> yeah 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 and then everyone was going and, it. <laughs> and then everyone was like oh fuck oh shit this sucks and i was like okay hey, i i don't even need to look at the score i know the outcome but oh, i i'm, I'm pleasantly surprised the vikings won and holy shit I, the biggest thing for me is to talk about the jefferson adams bowl holy hell they are both absolute freaks in nature did some incredible things and it was just really really fun to watch because you never know with the, the Vikings Packers, like it's not always going to be the offensive breakout. It, it was really fun to watch offensively. Hell yeah. Well, I'm glad it was a good game because I mean, Green Bay, they're the rivals, right? You can't stand them. Oh, I hate them more than I like the Vikings. That's not an exaggeration. <laughs> That's hilarious. I love that. Are there any other sports teams that you that feel I hate that, that much? Way? No. Is there oh, anyone there's, that's there's plenty that I dislike, huh? Like the Capitals? <laughs> no. Philly? I don't I don't like the Capitals and I don't like Philly, but no, I hate the Packers way more. The only ones that come close would be in hockey, North Dakota and Wisconsin and football, Wisconsin. See, I just have a problem with, with Wisconsin. Wisconsin, like I'll allow North Dakota I, I like, but that's because 
I respect, I respect That's the Vancouver the connection. hell out of them, but when it comes to hockey, I hate them. Absolutely. Yeah, fair, fair enough. Like this, this yeah. coming Friday when I'm at the game, I'm probably going to get my ass kicked. Like I <laughs> might not make it out of the rink because I'll probably say things that I shouldn't, especially That's... if I'm lubricated. Buddy, that's going to be me when I come to Minnesota eventually and watch Bemidji games live and anyone contests me. Even if even if Bemidji's like just trailing in the division, even if they're down by whatever, I will I will fight anyone because that's how much I love this team now. That's and, a Minnesota team. Why would people get mad? Well, I was just going to say, this, this leads me into my next comment here where I was doing the THPN live streams. Uh, a Pittsburgh fan who joined the live stream, um, shout out Kate, uh, she is a Wisconsin fan and the Gross. Wisconsin women's team beat Bemidji when we were live, like 11 to two or some crazy thing like that. And she was rubbing it in my face the whole time. She's like, you're a Bemidji fan, eh? Well, check this out. Well, and it was just hit me with all this stuff about how like shitty Bemidji was. I was like, you know what, Kate? Like you're barking up the wrong tree here. Like, I know I haven't been a fan of theirs long, but the passion is burning and I don't men's team, women's team doesn't matter. They're my NCAA team now. And you can kindly fuck off. And now, Name whenever one she, player on either team, whenever she comes on now, <laughs> goes off every time. Hey, Isha, you watch the Bemidji game? Do you know that this happened? This happened? I was like, stop, stop, Kate. Love you, Kate, but like, you're killing me. You're killing me. Not going to let you avoid the topic, Isha. No, <laughs> put your phone, put your mouse down. <laughs> no, no I don't. Okay. So I don't. It, it but... can't be that fierce of a love. We'll move on. It's hey, it's it's uh four weeks old. Okay, come on. I still have watched three full games, and I caught the last two periods of the women's game last weekend. So there you go. There you go. And yeah, the, I'm trying here. Drink, okay, I'm trying. The I, I share all their shit of, on social. <laughs> the I drink because of my team has never been more true than today. Even though I couldn't partake in it, but like the Vikings Packers game is literally the win or lose we booze. Like, if we win, it's happy drinking and you're going heavy. If you lose, you are getting absolutely annihilated. So it's just, what it. version of drinking are you doing? I love it. There's pre-game drinking, there's during-game drinking, and then there's either win drinking or loss drinking. By the way, I'm going to memorize every Bemidji player on both teams before next episode pod episode. Ooh, we got to take an over-under on how many you can pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> that's good no that's good i like that i like that we'll end the show off with that that's awesome um all right anything else vikings related you want to run down i saw kirk cousins for the most part it's getting the thumbs up uh yeah. i mean credit credit to him they, they won again yeah. i didn't know they won but <laughs> yeah you did not know they won you were like ready to like make fun of them so that's not fun, fun of them just prepare for some sadness yeah i support them now sure kind of yeah uh um, time to watch all the NFL games, but I support them. But no, Vikings are five and five. They're now like somewhat in the hunt and in the discussion to like compete with the Packers for the division because it's quite possible that that's the only way they get in the playoffs. They might be able to get the last wild card, but that's gonna be pretty tough. So now they're like it's way different than if they lose this game and it's like, oh well, we've got to get this wild card. It's our only chance. And oh, we're coming off this loss and we're playing a tough game against the 49ers and that can snowball real quick. Now they've put together some quality games. They've got a five hundred record, five and five. And now if they can take care of business moving forward, like they're in a position where like the postseason is very, very much within reach. Well, there you go. So a little hope. A little hope to 
to end off the weekend. I can't believe you believe me, Isha. They lost. Packers won. Are you serious? <laughs> fucking asshole. You're such an asshole, Hoffman. You're such a dick. See, I... This is why I drink, ladies and gentlemen. State of uh, the, the Vikings won. I just had to see how that would go. I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. I didn't even look it up. I was looking up Bemidji players. <laughs> uh, Shout out Hockey DB, the best hockey website out there. The hockey that Hoppy does not use for some. Shout out Google.com, which will immediately tell you what the score of the game was. Yeah, but I just you know I just <laughs> I didn't really care. They won, so there you go. Well, you just got what you deserved for not caring. For fuck's sake! <laughs> Third beer in. I'm buzzing now. By the way, five point five percent. ABV. Wow. Didn't get into that before. Totally forgot. Love it. So I'm buzzing. A little sugar. They're a little sweet. I love it. Got some podcasting uh, to edit. A couple episodes from the Soda Pod here. And uh, some other things that I've been working on too. I actually, like I said, on Saturday I did some filming. So um, if you don't subscribe to the Soda Pod YouTube channel, you should because there's going to be more brewery content coming out as well as some unboxings, some beer reviews. Uh, and if also, if you like that kind of stuff, uh, check me out on the City Life Project YouTube channel as I've been practicing editing by making vlogs. And some are pretty quirky, but uh, my buddy Kyle and I are having a lot of fun. So go check that out. Um, that about wraps it up today. This was a fun one, a beer heavy one, which was awesome. Again, shout out to everyone at Lupulin uh, for taking care of Hoppy there. Man, I mean, some of those beers just look outstanding. Shout out to our partners, 7th Avenue Pizza and Northland Vodka. And a reminder to check out all the podcasts we have under the Soda Pod banner. MNCAA every Friday. Brewery Travels every Thursday. And of course, Judd's Buds every Tuesday. Uh, thank you for those tuning in on Google, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. The best things you can do for us this week I mean, any week is to give us five stars and a kind review on iTunes and Apple Podcasts. If you're Jones in for more hockey content, go listen to our website, thehockeypodcastnetwork.com. And on your app, please download the episodes before you listen as it just helps our business. You can follow myself at VI Sports Talk. You can follow the Soda Pod at the Soda Pod. You can follow Hoppy here at State of Hoppy. And of course, the Hockey Podcast Network at Hockey Pod Net. I, I have the Canucks game right now. I just have to say Hoppy and uh, A, Mark Crawford. I mean, he looks a lot older than I remembered, and I felt like Mark Crawford when I was growing up just looked old anyways. Second, the Vancouver Canucks have fucking 40 shots. They still don't have a goal against the Chicago Blackhawks. So I know it's Monday when you are listening, but the Canucks just do themselves no favors here. and It hurts. I'm not going to lie. Fucking have you found hurts. out who's playing in that yet? Uh, No, actually, all I see is flurry <laughs> for the <laughs> Chicago <laughs> Blackhawks. Um, The Canucks are on a power play, and... It looks really shitty, so I can't see the goal yet. But anyways, I could probably look that. You could probably look that up on Google. Just saying. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> All right, folks. That that does it here for episode uh, 228 of the Soda Pod. Signing off. I'm Isha Drill Me alongside the state of Hoppy. This has been the Soda Pod presented by the Hockey Podcast Network. We good, man? We're getting there. Don't fear... Just drink some beer and stay wild. <laughs> <laughs>